recording. All right. Well, hello, and thank you for joining us for another podcast at the Gospel Rescue Mission. Today, we're doing it via video. So if you're listening on podcasts, you can certainly go to our YouTube channel and, uh, and subscribe and follow us there. But you can also see this hideous wig that I'm wearing um, that, you know, if you're only listening on audio, you'd never know. Um, the audio conceals it and loses 10 pounds. I'm really obese and have this enormous orange, bright orange wig on that uh, there's no way to tell unless you're watching the video. Hey, today we are talking with the um, coordinators for the Gospel Rescue Mission. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking with uh, John Davis from the men's facility and Shauna Boteller, my lovely bride, from the women's facility. And um, we're just going over a weekend review. So I hope that you get to uh, sit in with us, enjoy a cup of coffee, and let's just uh, find out what's been happening at the Gospel Rescue Mission. So we're trying a new format of podcast slash video kind of thing. And this is in the weekend review theme, um, just kind of talking about what's been going on at the mission for the last week. And I am here with the men's coordinators and women's coordinators of the Gospel Rescue Mission. My name is Brian Boteller. I'm the Director of Resident Services. I am sitting here with John Davis and Shauna Boteller. Uh, John is the men's coordinator at the Gospel Rescue Mission. Shauna is the women's coordinator currently at the Gospel Rescue Mission. We've had, we've had a little turnover recently, and, uh, and Amy has moved to the East Coast and, and in an undisclosed location, some bunker somewhere. She's you know. not in a bunker. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's COVID. They have to be. No. Everybody has to be, especially on the East Coast. Um, and um, we are in May of uh, 2020, and so yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy things going on, um, a lot of good things going on with the Gospel Rescue Mission. So I just thought, you know, the idea is, you know, to kind of get our followers and people who are interested in the Gospel Rescue Mission to sit down, grab a cup of coffee, and and visit with us for a minute and find out what's happening at the Gospel Rescue Mission. Um, the, the most dramatic thing that I think that happened last week um, at the mission was the, the raised beds going in. I mean, it was the most yes. eventful, you know, from the outside look, looking in. Uh, we, we, had, we had the raised beds had been made. We had several of our men uh, together for a couple weeks now. It was about two weeks yeah. and uh, did a great job building them. They look great. Yeah. Um, had... Uh, one guy on a, a skid steer leveling the whole area out yeah. and, uh, you know, built them all in line and, and level and yeah. they, they just look great. Yeah, it really does. Nice. Um, we, got, we got a good uh, piece in the Courier came out uh, and, and did, a, did a great article on us on Saturday, came out on Saturday. Uh, I forgot to bring it in, but I was telling David James about it. David James uh, has been like, he's like the second longest garden writer in the country. Uh, he's written a continuous garden column in, in, in newspapers. Uh, 
and um, just been a great friend of the Gospel Rescue Mission, and he brings with him the Rope Gardeners of Josephine County. Now, I did a horrible thing on our Facebook page, and I put the, the Grants Pass Garden Club, I attributed it to them, and, uh, and the Grants Pass Garden Club has helped us numerous times as well, um, but it wasn't the Grants Pass Garden Club, it was the Rogue Gardeners of Josephine County. And boy, oh boy, uh, they came out and made planting 23 raised beds look like it was nothing. I mean, they, they had wiped out in uh, probably an hour, I think, and, uh, and, and had fun while they were doing it. Um, so it was, it was really cool. So big thanks to the Rogue Gardeners. Um, they even have a Facebook page. Um, and so if, you, if you're watching this, go follow them uh, on there. And I apologize, guys, for, for the misattribution mis on, our, on our Facebook page. And, um, and I couldn't edit it out, but I did put a correction on there. And uh, anyways, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of that. And uh, still we had a lot of, uh, of our residents also helping out in that process. Uh, and staff member, I saw you out there getting yeah. a little dirty. We, uh, not only the new raised beds, mm -hmm. uh, we also planted a lot of tomatoes in some of our old empty beds as well. Boy, it's going to be yes. Tomato-topia yes. at the Gospel yes. Rescue Mission. Yes. Everybody's going to be like, either we're going to all be broken out in hives from eating too many tomatoes <laughs> or something. It's kind of crazy. Um, and so part of the, the feature of this idea, what we're, what we're trying to do is, is I'm trying to give people on the outside, kind of a, an inside view, what happened at the Gospel Rescue Mission over this last week. And, um, and of course, so the raised beds were part of it, um, but there's been other things that have happened in each respective house, the women's house, the men's house. I don't know uh, if, if either of you want to go, one wants to go first or, or the other. I can throw maybe uh, you, John, under the bus and say, um, you know, I, I, I knew of one incident that happened with that one guy. That one um, guy. That, uh, that ends up um, kind of getting, I, I kind of walked in at the, the auto parts store across the way to one of our now former residents um, who's, who's complaining to the owner of the auto parts store about that we're just slave drivers here and, and he needs a job and he's tired of working so hard at the Gospel Rescue Mission and what he really wants is a job and but they're not letting him get a job because they're making him wait and he's you know and he's all upset and, and uh, then he realized that I was in the building and he kind of turned his aggression on me a little bit and uh, it didn't get physical but there there was uh, you know it became clear that as I'm talking to him he's intoxicated and, uh, and it was just kind of weird. The, the folks at the auto parts store were completely gracious and, and you know, supportive. Um, tell a little bit about what was going on with him. And, and is, is a guy like that common here? It, um, yes and no. Yeah. Um, I've seen since I, I've only been here 10 months. And I've seen a couple since I've been here. Um, but, man, when they go off the rails they really go off the rails yeah. uh, this individual um, I didn't know at the time about the interaction that you had with him and he came in the front door and we have a policy for the uh, COVID-19 that when you come in the door 
you, we spray the bottoms of your feet with sanitizer and you go directly to the restroom and wash your hands. Well, he didn't want to let them uh, spray his feet. He fought with them about it and finally he gave his feet to be sprayed. His shoes. His shoes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Real shoes. Way he was barefooted. No. <laughs> and then uh, he was on his way to the bathroom and was clearly agitated and I asked him what's going on. He, he said he didn't want to talk about it. And uh, he was in the bathroom for a little while and he came out with a big fat wad of gum in his mouth. And so I took him into my office and asked him what was going on. And he went on and on about uh, how he's um, picking up the slack for everybody here and he's doing all the work. And I told him, I said, look, this is a working mission mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to you know work a little bit harder than other people because there are people here who are uh, either injured or handicapped in some form uh, they can't do all the physical work Phil, let me ask you just to sideline either of you I mean you both you know you both have worked multiple jobs in your lifetimes mm -hmm. I know I've had way too many jobs in my lifetime um, and have you ever worked at a job where you worked harder than somebody else in, in the job, mm -hmm. but got the same pay. Yes. Have you yes. Ever worked in a job where you worked harder than somebody else and you were paid less. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, so, so it's kind of an unreasonable expectation, and there's a sense, there's a sense sometimes that they have that um, everything's got to be fair and equal, and and it's that idea that everything's got to be fair and equal, and it, it actually was part of what was debilitating this guy's ability to think and find his way, negotiate his way through his experience here at the mission, right? I mean, I'm working hard. How come this other guy, you know, doesn't have to work hard? Who cares if he's, you know, 70 years old and, and you know, on disability and Social Security and everything? You know, if I got to do it, why isn't he doing it, you know? And, and right. I'm tired of picking up his slack, you know? Mm -hmm. like. Well, look, man, you know, that's part of life. Everybody, we, that's what we do for each other, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I, and I told him um, that, you know, complaining about being overworked and underpaid is, uh, that's, first of all, I'm the wrong guy to be complaining about that to. <laughs> and second of all, it's, like you said, it's part of life. Yeah. It, people everywhere do more work than what they get paid for. Yeah, and there's is you know, is that is that a bad thing? I don't think that it is. I think that well, it sometimes, I guess, but not always, right? It it teaches you a work ethic. Yeah. And um it just I, I think that uh it shows if you're able to do it without complaining, it shows what kind of character you have yeah yeah you know um, one of the things he was complaining about um, and this is again this is a common resident thing and I'm not trying to beat up this fella uh, you know or anything I just he illustrates for us a lot of when when a resident like you said kind of starts to go off the rails you know starts going the wrong direction he illustrates some of his complaints illustrate the problem and really kind of how he got here in the first place and uh, one of his complaints to me was that he was tired that he was working 
Uh, you know, he said all day. I mean, we we work from what nine to four. Nine to four. You know, if the guys if the guys are here, you and know, they get their breaks and their lunches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so nine to four, and um, but he was complaining about. And then he's got to come back and he's got chores to do. He has mm-hmm. to do dishes after dinner. Well, now I happen to be sitting here with my coworker and sweetheart, uh, who shares my last name. Han, have you ever had to work all day and come home and do yeah, dishes when you get home? That's a conversation I actually had with the ladies because, you know, just because your workday is done does not mean you get to go home and just sit and not do anything. I tell them, my dishes are piling up in the house and, you know, I'm sure I have a whole list of chores to do tonight when I get home, but that doesn't your workday does not stop at work. You take care of your home as well. Mm-hmm. And we just, I try to encourage the girls and tell them, this is part of you contributing to your own well-being. This right. is the right. roof over your head at this time. And um, a lot of them like being busy. They like not being, uh, you know, sitting around with idle hands. They they like to stay busy. It kind of keeps their minds off of things. And you know, keeps them focused, and you know, I haven't had a lot of complaints over there about that. But that's good. That's yeah. good. We also the the men in uh, in the mission have plenty of free time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they get their first off, they get their two fifteen minute breaks and their hour lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at the end of the workday, they they're pretty much free until chapel at at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. and that's an hour and then from then until lights out which is at 10 o'clock that it's their free time they get plenty of time to themselves to rest mm-hmm. it's not I mean you, is it any different than for you at your house or you know us at home I mean home. you know I mean if free time is like Jim or Jim Eldred our kitchen manager um, really does a great job of explaining this to the guys because he he'll tell them guys this isn't your job this is the thing that you're responsible for and if you if you think about it differently if you if you take if you stop thinking about it as as this is my job if you only think in terms of job then you think of work for pay kind of thing right but when you think of these are the things that i'm responsible for then it's like well, part of the reason that we go home and do other things like mow the yard or, or you know, or take care, you know, help the kids with homework or, or whatever, you know, uh, you know, pick up the dog poop in the yard mm-hmm. or whatever. It's the stuff that you're responsible for and you're responsible for your work, but you're also responsible for getting the oil changed in your vehicle and you're also responsible for, you know, getting groceries for your home and all those other things. And then it kind of encompasses a larger group of, of ways of thinking. And, you know, and, and I don't know, I, I just think that how you frame it sometimes really determines how you process it throughout the day. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just, and then I just end up kind of going, you got to spend your time doing something. Right. You know, so might as well be, you know, doing tasks that benefit you in some way or another. And I don't know. But I would say coming from homelessness, they didn't they didn't have a home to care for before, you know, so there's all sorts of new responsibilities on them as well. Yeah. And so there is a transitionary period yeah. with that that they feel 
it's kind of like a fish out of water. It's a totally new environment. Right. They have this survivalist mentality where, you know, they had to do so many things in order to survive. Well, now they're in a safe home. And for many of them, that's very foreign. Yeah, no, that's so very true. So that's, you know, just having them readjust to, okay, this is safe, you know, and, and give them the stability to be okay to go do those chores. And, you know, what's fun is when the girls start having like this ownership in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got in today, they were so excited to show me the projects that they worked on over the weekend. They nice. really wanted to make me proud of how they were taking care of the house. And it was, I, I wanted to cry when I saw it. I was so proud of them because they worked very hard. You know, they're, right. they're spending a lot of time getting the house in order right now. And it is, it's amazing over there. Yeah. So. Well, and that's the that's the cool thing is you can kind of you, you can kind of transition to here's what happens when things go wrong, but here's what happens when things go right. When mm-hmm. when things yes. go right, you know, and, yeah. and we see that in both houses, you know, as well. In fact, we see that as much. It's unfortunate because the guys and gals who fail out get a lot of press. They get a lot of this is you know they, they go out and complain to everybody. You know, the angry customer versus the, the happy customer mm-hmm. and stuff. The happy customer just walks away and smiles. The angry customer tells, you know, 11 of their friends who tell another three each of their friends and mm-hmm. blah, 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 you know. And so it becomes, you know, this cycle that you're always, and people go, oh, I only hear bad things. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you only hear bad things because you're only talking to the people who failed out. And they, they failed out. And, and, you know, and, and they, they've got a frame of the way they think about things, you know, as a, I can't, you know, they, they didn't let me work for 30 days. And we hear everybody talk, oh, you're in your blackout period. What are you talking about blackout period, <laughs> yeah. you know, and everything. They invent terms for it, you know, and, and we don't know anything about that at the mission. We're just going, you know, look, before you get out and you start introducing yourself to the world, and continue going around, you know, sending out applications and stuff and, and, and making, you know, getting out uh, in, in front of potential employers. Give us a chance to give you an honest, fair look and say, maybe you're not exactly ready for for that. Let's get you, let's, let's help frame some things. Let's help mm-hmm. rethink some things. Let's get you some good clothes. Let's get you some maybe clean up a little bit. Let's, let's you know, let you rest for a minute, you know, and some of them just get so busy trying to do because they, because they're desperate. It's like trying to save somebody who's drowning, you know, and they're flailing around, flailing around and you're coming up alongside of them and they'll take you down with them. If you're not careful, sometimes the best thing to do is just let them get to where they really despaired and they're ready to just drown. And then, then they kind of give up flailing. And then you come up alongside them, and you can pull them to the shore because because they they they're not gonna they're not putting out all this energy, and it's like stop stop putting out all this energy, relax, learn to trust me for a second, and and we'll get you through this because we've done this once or twice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Shauna, you you were the reason that I came to the gospel rescue mission. You worked here, you know, a long time ago and for a long time, you know, and, and, um, so your experience, this is, even though you're, you're new as a woman's coordinator, you're not new to the gospel rescue mission by a long shot. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, uh, 
you know, you've seen this going, you know, on and on, you know, and seen the progressions of the of the mission for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, you know, you're you're relatively new, but again, you know, you, <coughs> the the dirty little secret is is that we're all kind of related right. in some way here, <laughs> and um, and uh, but what's cool about that is that we we've got we've had these conversations before you've been working with men in the military for years and uh, for decades and and uh, and you know honey you've been working with folks um, you know in, in the homeless and social services and, and people who are in poverty and all kinds of different things uh, for a long time yourself mm-hmm. uh, we're not new to this to this rodeo uh, mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways it's kind of fun it is watch the real the real change. I think yeah. it's most fun to hear from the residents that stayed with us a long time ago, and they'll still send me messages and stuff. That just that makes my heart burst. I'm so happy when I hear from them because yeah. then I know they're out in the world. They're doing good things. They're well. They're they're housed. They're employed. Yeah, a lot of times we, it's we'll really be it's a big win. Somewhere in town, you know, at a business in town, and see them, mm-hmm. you know, in their job, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and and, yeah. uh, and you know, wow, hey, how you doing? And yeah, that's, that's exciting cool. to yeah. see that. In the in the short time that I've been here, I've had three different people tell me that that I saved their lives. Yeah, and like that Doesn't wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't me. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad you're doing well. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, what's cool is that you get to play a real, a, a genuine role in that yes. in that process. But mm-hmm. everything that we have, we only have because of a gracious God who gives us, you know, mm-hmm. out of His kindness and who's brought us out. You know, I mean, by His grace, we've not been in that role. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we've not we've not had to be in in the homeless place. And if we have, it wasn't long, and it was long ago. And and now, you know, here we are. Uh, able to not just give what God's given us in learning and knowledge and life experience, but also now we get to give away the generosity that God, as he stirs his people and gives to the Gospel Rescue Mission, Mm -hmm. we get to share that with other people, and that's pretty cool, huh? That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything, I mean, we've got... We've got all the time in the world, and yet only a certain amount of time. Is there anything that you'd really like to? I mean, I kind of think of there's. This is an opportunity that we can talk to. Um, we can talk to. We can edit this whole thing. We can talk to uh, donors and say, you know, hey, if if you're listening and you're thinking about why should I give to the Gospel Rescue Mission, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? We could go down the route of you know maybe there's somebody watching this who's not yet a resident, but is considering becoming a resident of the Gospel Rescue Mission, what would you say to them, you know, and and stuff? Um, So I'm open to any of that. So I do have um, a lady over there right now that uh, she's been working hard. She's employed. Uh, She's currently looking for a one-bedroom rental. So if anybody has a rental that they're aware of that could be coming up, Um, please let us know. We are actively helping her search for housing. Um, You know, um, do you know by heart yet the the new direct line to the Fixo Family Center? mm, I will pull it up. Yeah, that would be good because um, Mm -hmm. if 
that's that's a continuous uh, need. Obviously, you know, all of Josephine County is is like most of the rest of the nation struggling for housing issues, especially out here on the coasts. Um, so it is um, five four one two zero zero six two four two. So if you're looking to, if, if, if you're listening to something here and, and it connects, uh, call and ask for Shauna at the Fixo Family Center or you can call the men's house, uh, which is 541-476-0082. Yep. Ask to talk to John. In fact, you can call that number and just ask to talk to Shauna as well and they can transfer you either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, those are always the kinds of things that we need. If you're an employer, uh, thank mm-hmm. you for taking a chance on our people. And uh, I, I'm, my hope is that we're going to just jump right back in, that the whole COVID thing will um, mm-hmm. finally, uh, the, the, the hysteria part of it will kind of die down and we'll start just moving in a more sensible direction and just get our economy back in, in order and, and Americans will remember that they're free mm-hmm. and that's a good thing and start living like it. Um, well, and, yeah. and we are accepting new intakes at FIX, yeah. so yes. I have open beds available. Um, so if yeah. you know Truth of anybody me, that's in need, yeah. have them get a hold of us. Yeah. Um, we are doing intakes over there and I do have many different bed, kinds of beds available right good. now. So good, good. good. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, the Gospel Rescue Mission is a good place. It's a place where people's lives can be changed, and especially, you know, for folks that are, that are at that spot where they want to leave homelessness behind. Mm-hmm. If they're just looking for a place to stay, a place to crash, we're not a good place. You will right. be uncomfortable here. You will not be satisfied. I would encourage you to find somewhere else, you know, uh, stay at a warming shelter uh, or, or whatever. Uh, better yet, change your mind and uh, change your mind and decide to change because homelessness is meant to be left behind. It's not, it's never been meant to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, God made the ground hard and, and nights cold and, and all those kinds of things, rain wet, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what you get when you're homeless. If you decide that you don't want to be homeless anymore and uh, you really want a, a different, a different life, this place is a great place. We really, we've helped a lot of people over the years. Um, you know, leave homelessness behind for good. And, uh, and we will give you all of the tools that you need in order to change your life for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, it, you know, the, the thing, the, the way we can do that is with good coordinators, good people that are working interactively mm-hmm. with, with our residents, you know, day in and day out. I listen to, I'm always, I'm always entertained when somebody from the social services uh, locally, you know, tells us about their caseload and, and how many people they have on their caseload. And I'm thinking, you know, th- these are folks that they have to visit with maybe once a week or once a month for an hour or something like that. You guys work with them, you know, 40 Damn. hours a week. Uh, you Plus. Know, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, and all hours of the evening and, and you know, weekend and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, you do it admirably and and i'm super pleased so Mm -hmm. hey this has been a great week um and we've got a lot of good things going on at the mission can't wait to tell you about what's happening next week 
Um, if you like this video, if you like what you're hearing on a podcast on all this stuff, if you would share this with your friends, the way that people will know about what we do here is if you share us. If you like us uh, on Facebook, share this with, uh, you know, you can send it in an email, send the links to an email uh, to people. You can uh, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook. Of course, you can find us at grantspassmission.org. And, um, you know, let us know. Uh, feel free to drop a, a comment in there um, and, uh, and let us know, you know, uh, that you're praying for us. And if there's a way we can pray for you, you know, uh, by all means, um, you know, let us know. We we'll certainly do that. We, we love the people that support us. We love, we appreciate your support. We love the people that uh, we serve and uh, we're happy to do this thing called the Gospel Rescue Mission. So check us, check us out and, uh, and we'll talk to you next time.